Hey, my friends, welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I did a live session for MGMA's Medical Practice Excellence Conference last week. And one of the things we talked about was trying to prioritize appointments to make sure that if you're either limiting the number of appointments to social distance or the government's slowing you down and and you you can't see as many patients or you're not double booking or for whatever reason, appointments are at a premium or another shutdown comes and appointments all of a sudden become at a premium. The question is, what do you do and how do you prioritize some of those things? Kind of along those same lines, I worked on a project uh, this past week for a group in the Southeast. They use the Intergy version of the Greenway product. So before um, Energy and Greenway merged and whatever, it's the Intergy version that has practice analytics. If that helps you identify, it's the one with practice analytics. And they had pulled some appointment data out of the system before, but they'd never pulled unsold appointments out of the system. And what they're trying to get their arms around is say, we're, we're making all these efforts to reduce no-shows and prioritize appointments and whatever. And what if there are appointment slots in the system that are never being filled to start with? And so here we are, you know, with these constraints on capacity. And then we realize, well, boy, we got constraints on capacity, but we aren't even filling these slots. And so we tried to get our arms around what slots aren't being filled. And there are a couple of reasons a slot might not be filled. It can never be booked, right? Now it's, you know, it's unsold to start with. Or it can be filled and then canceled so fast that you can't, or so close to the appointment that you can't fill it. So for some practices, that might be same day or 24 hours or 48 hours, depending on the practice and the system or whatever, how, how close to an appointment can somebody cancel and still fill that slot? And then sometimes an appointment slot's filled and the patient doesn't show up. So there are several different reasons why the uh, an appointment slot may not be filled. And it helps to understand how many are there and what percentage by patient or by location, or not by patient, by provider, by location, by appointment type is often a big one. Why aren't these appointment slots filled? And so in this energy system, we were digging for it and it, uh, practice analytics didn't make it easy. But the challenge we found once we got to the raw data was what we would see is we would see template slots where you could fill appointments and those template slots might be 30 minutes and then what the scheduling people did is they two, put two 15-minute slots into that 30-minute template slot. So two 15-minute appointments in a 30-minute template slot, if that makes sense. And at the same time, at other times, what they'd do is they'd have two 15-minute slots in the template, right? And they'd put a 30-minute appointment in there and fill both of them. And those were kind of manageable. And then you'd see things like you might see... Uh, a 10 minute slot and you got a 15 minute appointment and you, you couldn't even you know divide or kind of crunch in the math and figure out whether the slot was filled or not. So what we ended up doing was we said, okay, we're going to take all of our templated appointment slots. We're going to throw out all of the surgical stuff. Well, that's a separate conversation. We, we, we got to crawl before we walk or run or marathon, anything like that. All we're talking about is office-based appointment slots. And then because there were 10-minute slots and 15-minute slots and 30-minute slots or whatever, the slots were all divisible by five. So we said, all right, that's it. We're going to break those template slots into five-minute slots, and that's our denominator. That's what we want to see what percentage of these slots is filled by provider, by location, by appointment type, or whatever else, by day of the week, uh, whatever else may help you understand appointment utilization, right? So now we've got our denominator in five-minute increments throughout the week for every provider, every location, all that good stuff in an office setting. 
And then what we can do is we can grab all the appointment slots and drop those in and say, hey, if the appointment slot covered some portion of that five minute denominator slot in the template, then we're going to count that template slot as being filled. So our denominator in our appointment utilization equation is five minute slots in the template. The, te the template's not five minute slots, but we're dividing it to make it five minute slots so we can do the math. And then the numerator for appointment utilization is if the appointment uses up any piece of that five minutes, we're going to count that appointment as fill in the slot. And that way, whether there's 15 minute slot and a 30 minute appointment or a 30 minute slot and a 15 minute appointment or whatever, we're going to manage that. And of course, you know, but wait, there's more. You got to deal with slots that are available to double book, right? And you say, okay, what if, what if they're available to double book? And you, then you've got a, you've got two nine o'clock slots and instead of one, and you say, okay, here's slot one and here's slot two and break that into five minute slots, break that into five minute slots. Now you've got both double booking slots available and you figure out what our capacity is against that. And you can take this further. What one of the things we did do was if we overbooked somebody and not in a slot that was designed to overbook, but if we overrode a slot and said, all right, the provider is supposed to be at lunch or the provider is supposed to be out of the office or the provider is supposed to be wherever, then what we would do is we'd say, look, that is never in the denominator if it's a lunch or a non-patient slot or whatever it is, unless we put a patient in there and then we'll give you credit for that so that you don't go over 100% utilization. I've had, I had a group in Texas do this where they said, hey, look, if you overbook, just add to the numerator, but keep the denominator the same. And so there were doctors at 120% capacity. I hope that makes sense. That's a preference thing in your practice is whether or not you allow docs to book over 100% or whether you say, hey, if they book more than that, we're going to count that in the denominator. You can never get over 100%. That's a preference thing and you can look at it either way. But with that math, if you will, and again, to summarize, take the template, whatever appointment slots you've got in the template, divide it into increments. We chose five minute increments and spread that across the week, the month, the year. Then look in the appointments to say what was filled and then look at a utilization accordingly. Some groups will count no-shows as filling the slot and say, hey, we need to deal with no-shows. Other groups will say, no, 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 if, they, if the patient didn't show up, there, then we're at 90% or 80% utilization or whatever. I think if you do this math, you'll be surprised. What I've seen groups do is they've been so picky and particular about appointment slots. They'll say, all right, well, I want to see this kind of patient and then that kind of patient and then this kind of patient. And it's so complex that you can't fill the slots because it's too hard to find the slots. And your practice may be like some practices I'm familiar with, where if you get a patient in the wrong slot and you're the front desk or the scheduling people or whatever, you're going to get in serious trouble. You might get yelled at or berated or whatever. And so these schedulers will hesitate to put patients in slots that may or may not be right. And as a result, those doctors have a lower utilization because this, this kind of scared the schedulers off from putting anything in that slot that's not exactly right. And as a result, there's nothing that's exactly right. And they end up with less utilization than they could. It's a lot of work. I have yet to see a practice management system with a decent canned report for appointment utilization. Uh, some of the groups, Centristi, for example, throws out appointment slots after 30 days if they're not used. So if you don't store those slots, you can't get historical information on appointment utilization. So what do we do with Centristi practices? We store it. But think about tracking these unsold appointments. It, 
it's a lot of work. It's a lot of math. It takes some serious SQL logic in, in what we did with practice analytics or with centricity to grab this data. But once you understand where the holes are in your schedule, particularly nowadays in COVID where appointments are a premium, you can schedule better and protect your bottom line better by using your most important resource, that provider time, more efficiently. Give this some thought. Find a way to figure out what your utilization percentage is by provider, by day of the week, by location, uh, particularly by appointment type. My guess is you'll see some opportunities for revenue and improvement in your practice. Thanks for joining me today. 